Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey, Waiting Warriors out there. Welcome to another week on the podcast. This week we have Morgan Reister. Morgan is a special education teacher for 10 years, which kudos any teacher. (laughs) And he's like, bless your heart. Um, But she's also a active duty wife. Um, Her husband has been in for four years. So welcome to the show, Morgan. Hi, thank you. So tell us, I, I know you have quite the exciting journey. We're just going to, we're going to use exciting because it's a little adventure, (laughs) your little, little adventure. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I had been teaching probably five, six years. Yeah. About six years before I met my husband, I was uh, teaching middle school English and math, which I love my little middle school. These cute little lost puppies, and they don't know <laughs> what's going on. They're so cute. Um. Anyway, so we met when he was in A school, and we dated for probably like six months, and then got married because he was being transferred to another station, and so we moved over there, and so we've moved three times in the last three years. And yep, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. and two deployments. So here we are. Yeah. In. And how long were those deployments? Um, seven months. And then he got to come back early from this last one to go to school. So okay. that one was only like five months, four months, somewhere. Okay. I try so not that's to a, count. Yeah. That, yeah, that's not a bad, bad idea. <laughs> but still, that's a year out of four years. And that's just the deployment plus all the schools and the trainings. And yeah, you've had a lot of time apart. Yes, definitely. So how how have you dealt with that? Because that that's not easy, especially coming from, like, did you have a mil- any military experience where you kind of understood what the life my, was going to hand you? My brother's a ranger, and he tried to explain, like, hey, this is going <laughs> to be difficult. And I was like, no, I'm fine. Because at the time, he was going to be a linguist. And so he was just going to do analyst work. And it was going to be fine. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's not going anywhere. And like, I remember just yeah. like sitting there going, no, it's going to be fine. He's not doing anything. And, and That's, like, yeah, That is like a classic famous last words for a military spouse. He'll be fine. Or I'm going to be fine. He's not going anywhere. You, you asked for it. You asked for it. I did. I totally did. And so... Yeah, and so that was really hard for me to, like, switch that mindset, and it took me a while to, like, be okay with that, but he ends up really liking the job he has now. He loves, like, driving the boat, and so just watching that joy kind of has helped me. Um, okay. But, yeah, the the distance we've really – he does really good at making sure that he gets to get on the computer and either email me or Facebook message me. Like once a day, um, this last mm-hmm. deployment because he was in the office, he got to message me multiple times a day, which was great. Um, so yeah. just like 
I was really grateful that he's made that commitment to be like, no, I am going to do this. The first appointment mm-hmm. was a little bit harder because he wasn't in the office, so he didn't have as easy access to the computer, but he still right. made that effort. So that made like the reintegration a lot easier for us because it wasn't like some stranger coming home. Mm-hmm. It was somebody you had been talking to. But did did the communication while you guys have been apart, did you see, like, what have you seen with your ability to communicate or just, yeah, just your ability to communicate? So much because, like, it would go from, oh, I don't know when he's going to come. Like, when we were dating, I would be like, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like that needy person. So I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants to go from that to him being like, hey, this is what's going on. And it's, really interesting to watch when all you have is writing like all you have is those Mm -hmm. emails you communicate so much different like you think about it more it's really Mm. interesting we had been talking earlier about how it's important when he's not communicating to be like he's not doing it on purpose because at first I was kind of like why isn't like he could communicate he would have you know and so that was hard too it's like it's important to think the best of him because that okay. would cause that causes fights too when you don't think the best in your person. Right. When you're acting like a little bit petty, but it it's super easy to feel that way. It is, right? <laughs> totally. Like <laughs> like it that's a, that's a super interesting thing at least to me as a as a military spouse is like we know our men are amazing, right? Like that's why we married them. That's why we're with them. And yet we're put in these honestly ridiculous situations and it's so easy to just like forget about that like just to be that pettiness creeps in so how do how do you combat that i have to make sure that i'm around people that aren't going to feed into it because there's so mm. many people that will and yeah. so like there was just certain people that i knew i couldn't talk to when i was having a bad day you know that they would feed into that so just yeah. making sure that you're around people that are not going to encourage those kind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then kind of making sure that I was healthy too, you know, like making sure that I was working out and sleeping and all that. Because otherwise I was in a bad mindset too. Yeah. And you haven't slept in a couple of days and the water heater breaks or window, bre- you know, like something. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And so it kind of is that you have to put your mask on first before you can take care of everything else. Right. Did you ever feel like it was, or have you ever felt that it's been hard to take care of yourself or to be happy because just because of his schedule or his flow and like trying to work around that? Yeah. I know like for a while I had been like, well, I really want to move up in school. And like my dream had been, director of student services so like in charge of special education for a district Mm -hmm. and then I'm like okay well we're moving so how does that work and so that definitely did kind of go into a spiral until I like found my people and found a way to work around that like you can still have your dreams it just Mm -hmm. takes a little bit of creativity yeah can you talk about that spiral what did what did that look like because I know a lot of people I've heard a lot of people use that term spiral and I, but we don't, we don't really like talk about it deeper. And I wonder if talking about it deeper, people would be like, okay, then I'm not the only one. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do we, 
For what was me, what of, was your spiral? I kind of like stopped taking care of myself, or like I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't like make full meals. I'd be like, okay, I'll have a grilled cheese sandwich, and that's like all I'll eat for a while. Or mm-hmm. like I won't go talk to people, like go hang out with people, because right now I work from home, so it was really easy for me to isolate myself. So now I have to be conscious about okay, I do actually need to go talk to people. Like even this last Sunday. I really didn't want to go to church. And I was like, okay, that's probably the time that I should if I'm having a hard time. And so it ended up being really good just pushing yourself a little bit outside of those comfort zones to be like, okay, those times that you don't feel like you should take care of yourself is the time that you should. Yeah. Just being aware of that. That's a, that is a really good point. Cause it's, it's almost counterintuitive. I guess it's against our nature because our nature just wants to not and like that's our way of resting i think mm-hmm. at least that's how i that's how i explain it to myself it's like oh but i just need to rest i don't feel like reaching out to people or you know like putting that energy towards a relationship because i'm tired but it's like okay i'm tired because i'm worn down and the only way i'm not going to be worn down and not overwhelmed is by doing these good things for myself it's so it's so interesting to me but for me, it just kind of fed itself. And so I have to be like, okay, yeah. recognizing those times when you're starting to do that. Mm-hmm. And that, does that take a lot of self-awareness? Like, do you have checks for yourself or is it, you know, like, you know, your trigger is if you're eating grilled cheese or, do you, or is it <laughs> that you're <laughs> like, or is a it little. that you're talking a certain way with your spouse or what is it for you? A little bit of both. A little Mm -hmm. bit of, like, being aware of yourself and a little bit of accountability of those people who are like, hey, I didn't see you today. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because, like, how do you – sometimes I wonder if we know how deep we've spiraled, like, until something snaps inside us. Yeah. It's just – it's just so interesting because especially with your experience, like so such a dramatic whirlwind, honestly, like in four years, you're just, he's going to school, um, but then not, and then doing something completely different and you're working, but then like working towards goals and then changing that, like how, how easy is that for us to just slip and just all go crazy? Yeah. Um, earlier you were talking though about with your communication with your husband about how he, you worst, you, what you worst, you use the word committed. And I really like that, that he was committed to that. Have there, have there been times or like, have you guys had a conversation or something where you just decided like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, and he, he knows that like my love language is quality time. And so that kind of fills that when he can't be here. Mm -hmm. And so, like, those Facebook messages make me feel like he's here a little bit more. And so Mm -hmm. he'll do stuff because he knows that's my love language. Yeah. What have you done to be be committed to the team? He really likes care packages. So I send so many over there. Oh, my goodness. The guys, it, like, filled the office. And the guys oh my were like, gosh. what in the world? <laughs> but it made him feel 
really special, even though he's like, yeah. Honey, I don't have any place to put this on ship. And he like had to share stuff. Yeah. Everybody's benefiting from Morgan's love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good way. You'll become everybody's favorite. It's, that's the way to do it, I guess. Basically. It was really funny. I like it. So how did how had you guys figured out that that was kind of what you guys liked? Had you just been open and talked about it? Or did you try different things and other things not work out? Uh, someone had recommended reading the Five Love Languages book. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a military version. And they yes. had some ideas in there. And so I was reading that and I was like, hey, honey, what about this? So that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. And then the conversation just kind of went from there. of like, we don't want to get to the end of this sea time and not know each other. Yeah. What, what, like that was one of our big fears. Yeah. What have you done to, has it just been those emails or have you, I guess, how have you communicated to keep that connection? And so you knew each other because I know a lot of people can quote unquote communicate, but still not stay connected. Yeah. We had this book, I think it's called the like 50 Fridays marriage questions. And so it was just like a couple paragraphs and then a pretty deep question Mm -hmm. that you were supposed to answer. So we went through that book together and that was pretty cool because we didn't want the emails to just be like, hey, this is what I was going, like what happened. Mm -hmm. We wanted it a little bit deeper. So we finished that one. I'm not sure what book we'll do next, but that was pretty cool to have something to kind of guide the conversation about like, hey, what do you think they, what do you think about what they wrote? Right. So you're just, you, it sounds like you guys had some serious intellectual connections. That's awesome. We tried. Yeah. Was it, were the prompts or questions like, you know, were it just about like philosophy type stuff or his past experiences or do you know what I mean? Like a little bit of everything. That's really cool. Um, like. How do you think, one of them was like, how do you think your marriage impacts other people? Hmm. That one was kind of interesting to think about. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Just like, think more about dreams and hopes and what's going to happen afterwards instead of just like, well, the window broke. (laughs) You know, like, whatever happened. Yeah. Well, it's super easy. It's like, one, there's the, just the crap that happens, right? inevitably will happen while they're gone but then also it's like there gets to a point where it's just like well the same thing today happened that happened yesterday (laughs) yeah a couple of them were like animals so here one of them says in the midst of conflict what animal are you most (laughs) and so like you had to describe yourself as the animal in the conflict and it was like stuff like that that was pretty interesting yeah but super random. It keeps it light. It, but yeah. Also, especially since your your marriage is relatively new, it was that had to have been really good to just build up and continue to get to know each other. Because yeah. wasn't your your courtship was pretty fast too, right? Yeah, we started dating in July and we're married in February. That's what I'm talking about. We <laughs> so, we were. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, we were fast like that too. He wasn't enlisted yet but when you know you know right and as long as you keep on working on it it works basically it works 
Okay. So last question though, what's your key to thriving? You have, you have all this craziness going on. How do, how do you thrive through it instead of just survive? I had to come back to like who I was and what would like build me up. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't just sit and veg and I couldn't just lose myself and go, okay, I'm not going to have dreams anymore. So for me, I had to like go take the classes towards my master's because I still wanted to do school leadership. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to put myself in positions to like still have my dreams and still not just only be a Navy spouse. Yeah. What do you mean by that? By put yourself in positions to still have your dreams? Like doing the classes that I want or being around the people. Like I love the school that I have now. Mm -hmm. And so I can see myself uh, moving up in leadership with there, but I can also move with that career because it's an online school. Yeah. So just like finding those creative ways to still have what you want. Yeah. Was that hard for you to kind of, because you mentioned it being a creative way, which makes me think that it hasn't looked like you thought it was going to look like, right? Was Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to do online school. I was just like, no, I like being with the kids. Mm -hmm. Like I want that connection. But I found great teachers where I am. You know, and it's taken a couple jobs. I've moved schools a couple times since we moved over here. So you just, it takes a bit sometimes to find mm -hmm. it, and that's okay. How did you keep yourself going? You know, like, I I, I, I found myself where I'm at the point where it's like, sometimes it's like, it didn't, there's a wall, and I'm just like, oh, that means I can't do it, and I'm just going to give up, and there goes my dreams. Oh, that totally happens. That totally happens. My husband kind of had to be like, no, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> because he was like, look at all the dreams that you had before. He's like, what in the world happened? And so he kind of had to give me a reality check mm -hmm. and be like, um, you're not like, not that I wasn't the person that he married, but he's like, where's that joy? Where's that spark? Oh. I love that because I like, know it was such a sad conversation, but I, but I love that thought because like, I don't want to say we have to wait for our spouses because I know some people don't have that spouse that will have that conversation for one reason or another, but I love that thought of they fell in love with us for a reason. And a big part of that was our love of life and what, whatever it was that we, whatever love it is that we have for life. You know what I mean? Like it's our drive and our dreams. And yet we, we turn into martyrs and we're like, well, I'm doing all this and giving this all up for you. But that's that it, it's so, so like ironic almost that we think that because here your spouse is your loving husband is telling you like, no, I, I want you to be the person I'm married. I don't want you to be a martyr. And yet we, we yeah. think that we're loving them that way. I really like that. No, then you end up being like resentful. Yeah. On both sides. Like they're mad because you're. Mad. Yeah. And, so it just... and that doesn't work. Yeah. Well. That doesn't help anybody. I love that. So, so I guess not stay true to yourself, but just 
still give yourself the space to be you. Yeah. And however that looks. Yeah. Because it'll look different for everyone. I just happen to be able to do it online. Right. But there's different things. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's interesting that your, your key to thriving is not an easy thing to do. Like getting your master's is not easy and yet it helps you have like it helps you be happy isn't that interesting like (laughs) you'd think it also helped pass the time yeah like not just sitting there waiting yeah it's well that's why i some people think like oh the waiting warriors because we just sit around and wait it's like no 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 we are warriors. We are fighting while they're gone. Like it's, it is a super active thing. In my opinion, to our, our waiting is super active. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing is I'll always send uh, my husband pictures of like what I'm mm-hmm. doing. So like if I, I do a lot of events with the students okay. and so I like travel a lot all over Florida to like different places with the kids. And so I'll, like, send him pictures, and he's like, yeah, see, that's what I want to see. It's like, I don't want to see you, like, all upset. So it encourages them when you're finding your spot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Any any last parting words of advice? It's just been fun. Like, enjoy, enjoy. it. Like, don't – yeah, enjoy it and find people who – the – the group that I had hung out with, there were a bunch of negative people. And so I had to like leave that. Mm -hmm. So find those people that aren't going to let you stay in that mindset because it's so easy to get into that negative mindset. It really so easy. So if you have those people that are encouraging that, then you're not going to thrive there. Mm -hmm. Is that, was that super hard? Sorry. I like keep on saying last things. And then I ask another question. Was that super hard because like you're a military spouse, you're not by family, you are feeling super alone, especially if your spouse is gone. And then you realize that the people you're with aren't benefiting you. Is that super hard though to leave when it was a little bit of like, those are the people who are supposed to be there. Yeah. And then they weren't. And I was like, oh, okay. So I ended up, like, joining a gym so that I could go to the classes. Okay. Because I was trying to think of, like, who has this positive mindset? Well, people working out, they're usually pretty happy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> What's that quote from, like, and, Legally Bond? And working out gives you endorphins. And endorphins makes you happy. And happy people just don't kill their husbands. <laughs> right? Happy People who work out are happy and they get endorphins and military spouses who work out and have endorphins just don't think negatively about everything. Right. Is that the mentality we're going yeah. <laughs> Basically. So it's been really fun. It's like this kickboxing class, but like there's tons of accountability yeah. in there. And so I just like three times a week, I just get to go like punch the bag <laughs> and it's really fun. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. I like that. Okay. So. What have we learned? I'm like trying to do a small recap. So we've learned that life will just be crazy, but we enjoy it. Um, Communicate and be committed to your team, which I really like. Um, Don't be a martyr and stay, stay true to yourself and still, still be yourself and get creative. Yeah. On how to, how to do that. Yeah. Is that a, a good summary? 
I like it. Sounds good. I like it. Well, thanks, Morgan, so much for coming on the show. It's, again, I, I just like yeah. hearing everybody's stories. And we have seasoned spouse, brand new spouses in the middle. And thank you so much for sharing your your story and just being willing to be honest and give us those little little tidbits of goodness. Well, thank, thank you. you. I was excited. It's fun to talk. <laughs> you too. All you waiting warriors out there, do do something this week that I think a good thing from from what they said is like sit down and talk about what what you need and what your spouse needs and then be willing to give it to each other. Yeah, is that a, I think that's a good to do. It's a good to do for this week. It's a great. It's a gr- we're gonna do that to do. Do that and then um, reach out and let me know how that goes. And everybody, you just have a really good week. See ya. Today's podcast is sponsored by Countdowns and Cupcakes. Do you want your next care package to be the easiest one ever? Then leave the decorating to Countdowns and Cupcakes and their pre-decorated flap sets. They are perfect for every and any occasion. Shop at CountdownsandCupcakes.com.